Hey y'all, welcome back to Black Hair Care No Chaser. So today we're gonna get into some kind of touchy subjects. Um, not subjects, just one subject in particular, the hair down there. So it was brought to my attention that it's not normal or I guess not everybody talks about their vagina and the hair down there. Um, and I didn't know that not everybody talked about it till I was having a conversation with an associate and friend while they were in town. And so uh, I want you guys to join in on the conversation. The people you were here, one is um, white and she grew up Midwest, um, middle working class, I believe. And the other one is black and she's very Southern, grew up in the church. So you kind of get to hear a little bit of both of their experiences and you hear a lot of my mouth. Huh, but it's Black Hair Care No Chaser with Kenesha. So, you know. All right, guys, you ready to jump in? And uh, I just thought we was having an interesting conversation, so we can keep going as we were. Now we get quiet. Now we get quiet. Well, because we're I mean, talking, I about, talking about black. We were talking. Really. You can talk, but we can continue talking about girl parts. We were talking about girl parts, and that's universal. Girl parts. That's right. And no so, one wants to talk about. But girl I don't parts. understand. But see, why? You, so my friends, I we must overshare because, like, in our group message, that's literally majority of what we talk about. Two of us is out here living our best life. And one of them was just had a baby. But everything that has to do with about girl parts, like, we talk about it. Our group texts do not look like that. Really? Our group texts are memes. Our group texts are money stuff, kids stuff, but never girl parts. Yeah, I always wow. I, I, I literally still have a hard time talking about it. And I'm, I'm because I'm married, they don't, they don't include me on the same girl group chats. They include... Aww. All the fun stuff. All the but, old but, chronicles. You the can't whole be having fun, fun stuff. <laughs> huh? You don't have fun stuff. The ball-headed hotel. No, I ain't got it. Ball-headed hotel. No, the ball-headed whole shit. Are the ball-headed hotels? They some hoes too. Okay, they no good. They just wear an onk around their shit. They ain't no good. Speaking of hotels, remember when you brought the folks to Caribbean? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm so mad at him. He made a big joke. And, wait. Everybody still talks about that. The the one that wants to school, Umar, right? Yes. Yeah. He's a joke now. I'm mad at him. Yeah. I'm totally sold this stuff out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So speaking of hoes, he's a hoes. Mm. And like he's gained, he's um got all this money and still hasn't opened a school. But like some of his stuff, I still think it's good information, but yeah. Is he the hidden colors dude? No. He's one of the hidden colors dudes. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think hidden colors help take him yeah. over the edge. The first like time I sat down and watched the hidden colors DVD, I was like, I don't think all of this information is correct. Well, Tariq is interesting it. now to me. So, yeah. Vaginas are more interesting than yeah, yeah. 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 I went to that. Ball at a hotel. Like, so, like, okay. Oh, you know what? On Facebook, there's a group called Pussy Trauma. You should join it. 
That sounds dangerous. No, it's very entertaining. But a lot of the like, well, I mean, real trauma out there. I don't. There is, and I think she tries to cover. It's at the top of my search. I go there too often. (laughs) No, I think it's because I was in the Target earlier. Look. Anyway, mm-hmm. so pussy trauma covers a lot of Facebook things. Facebook knows what you like. Mark is like, yep. <laughs> Tanisha. I'm just saying. Trauma, I mean. All the algorithms. <laughs> I only can imagine what type of ads you get on Facebook. TT has a whole beginning. My ads are kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> but this group. It covers a lot of like, okay, health-wise, and then it covers a lot of freaky shit. That's mm. quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And people out here living their best lives. I mean, yeah. they do the most. And they put it out there? Yeah, this group has <sighs> 15,000 members. People so you can put them there. Girl, people put, whoo, they put, they do a lot. They have yeah. all kinds of partners. They tell us all about their vaginas and what's going right. I think the true wrong. trauma though. <laughs> Outside of sexual intercourse and your punani, I think the true trauma is that, especially, you know, interculturally as black women, we do not talk enough about the challenges that we have with our body. And, you know, I don't know if it's genetic or what, but we just can't take everything. Like Bath and Body Works is yeah. not where we go to buy yeah. beauty products, it's where we go to buy candles. Yeah. Right? Because or, the or the sprays. Or the sprays. Because. I mean, oh, I remember man. being a silly child. My, this is when body sprays were a thing for me. Yeah. I was in fifth mm-hmm. grade in Oklahoma City. I will never forget this. And my aunt came from Shreveport. And was like, I have this body spray. It was that the apple one. Mm-hmm. Oh, the body one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, body spray? What does that mean? <laughs> like, put your all over my body? <laughs> Do I spray you all over my over body? Do you I tried spray it? my body? Yes, ma'am. Girl, your Burn, poor vagina. My poor oh, no. vulva, all that. All that was on fire. Yeah, because body sprays is mostly alcohol. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl is so fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked my aunt, and she was, I was like, so do I spray it down there? And she was like, if you want to. Oh, horrible idea. I think she has a firecracker punani. Because it's she age. Take that. She, she already can, has all her gray hair. She can take that, but I could not take that. And so, yeah, ever since then, I've really been challenged, like with even talking about what's going on down there. But black women, by and large, have very sensitive skin down mm-hmm. there. We, we have sensitive skin, period. Yeah. But like, I remember one year, my mom for Christmas, and I don't know if she was struggling or what, but I remember being livid. Because she got me one of those bath and body work type baskets. Mm-hmm. And it was apple scented also. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad because I'm allergic to everything in it. Yeah. So I was hot. Like, how yeah. the fuck? Like, yeah. I, she didn't but get anything like, else. You know, they but were she cheap, got me that. Easy, yeah. Cute. And they were cute. Yeah. And she thought I would like it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was so mad. And of course, I seemed ungrateful or whatever. And I remember when she asked me, like, I just blew up because I was so mad. I'm like, I can't use it. You can't use it. I'm allergic to it. I'm an itch. I'm a hurt. And she was just like, So what did you guys think about that conversation? The three of us went in and out of talking about the vagina, girl parts, the hair down there. And if you couldn't tell, we had had a little bit of wine and maybe a little bit of margarita. Okay. 
We'd had a couple glasses of margarita. So the conversation flowed over many subjects, and I'm sure you didn't want to listen to the hours of various topics that we talked about. I'll take some excerpts out and add them to some other podcast um, episodes in the future. But I am just, I guess I am somewhat of what my mom was. I am somewhat of a hippie. Talking about the hair down there or reading about it or hearing about other people talk about it, it doesn't really bother me. So in the in the clip that you heard, I had mentioned this Facebook group called Pussy Trauma. And um, that group, I must go into it way too much because that group shows up on my newsfeed literally every day. And you know how Facebook is a hater. It does not show you all the different things that you've liked or joined or different friends that you have. It, it shows you a select few. Well, pussy trauma is on my list. Um, but I really enjoyed the group because there are things that I had never thought about doing or um, sexually anyway. Or And it's interesting to read how other people enjoy it or don't enjoy it, things they try, things that fail. Um, but it's also interesting to be in the group and to read about um, the care and upkeep of your body. I mean, everybody's body type is different, right? And so like so many women have uh, some shame around their body type, including me. Um, I've gained some weight. I can't see things that I could see before. Uh, you know, it just, I'm 35, things just function differently. And uh, as I get older and as my weight fluctuates, uh, I do get insecure. So it's, it's kind of comforting in a sense to see that this is a, a normal part of growing and aging. Um, and it's definitely helpful to see how other women are handling some of the things that are going on in their body. So I'm not pulling the information from that group today, but I just wanted to go back and kind of talk about um, that group because I did mention it a couple of times and they decided to crack jokes on my possible news feed and ads. Facebook doesn't give me too many questionable ads. Anyway, y'all not asking me about my ads. Okay, they're guilty conscious. Anyway, moving on. So some of the things that I have learned in conversation or on group feeds is um, that being off balance is normal. It, it shouldn't be normal. And I'm guessing things like our lifestyle, our clothing choices, and the food that we eat adds a lot to the fact that most women are ab are off balance um, at some point in their life or very often in their life. And so one of the things that women um, in these different groups that I'm in, because pussy drama isn't the only one, I'm in quite a few where people talk openly about their body and um, about their neither regions. One of the things that I've learned is a home remedy is boric acid for a bacterial infection. So I don't know what your healthcare looks like, but if you've ever had a bacterial infection, you know, you go to the doctor and they spread your legs open and those uncomfortable feet holder things at the end of the table and they tell you to scoot all the way down so they can shine the light. And then they stick that duck bill thing in there and look at your cervix and all that. And they come back out and they're like, oh, everything looks good. We're gonna run this under the microscope because you do have something extra going on. It's probably just a bacterial infection. So you wait a day or two and you're on pins and needles and you're all uncomfortable. And then they come back and they're like, yeah, it's a bacterial infection. Here's this antibiotic. Well, for my friends um, that we've had this conversation with, some of them are off balance more than others. And like they're able to, or I can say we are able to walk into the doctor and be like, listen, 
I know what this is. I just want my prescription. And the doctor's like, no, absolutely not pay this copay. And then let us play. And then we'll give you the prescription. It's bogus. It's expensive. It's time consuming. So in these conversations, the women have shared that boric acid is a home remedy. It sounds deadly, boric acid, not borax. Don't, don't go to the laundry section in Walmart and get that box with the mules on it and things. It's not borax, it's boric acid. And apparently, I think boric acid is also like a roach killer. Don't buy that one either. I don't know what the difference is, but I'm sure there's got to be a difference, okay? Like there's probably some additives. There's no roaches in there. So don't, don't put roach killer down there, okay? So in the pharmacy section though, and now they even sell it in the feminine care section. They sell it already in these little veggie capsules. But for a while they didn't, like the first couple of times I heard about this boric acid, it was like this mythical mystery. So you go to the pharmacist and you'd say, hey, do you have boric acid? And nine times out of 10, they didn't. And they would tell you, we'll order it for you, but you didn't need a prescription. So to order it, they'll give you a jar of it. It was like $6. And then you got to figure out how to get this powder in your huna. So you put it, well, what I did, I found some, I had veggie capsules because I shop in the health food store at the time anyway. And veggie capsules, empty veggie capsules is just a thing. It's always there. You can put your herbs in it, whatever. So I bought them. I made these capsules. Well, now like in Target, there's a brand and I don't remember the brand right now, but they already have them in these capsules. And then you just go shoving them up in there. Um, of course they have directions and it sounds more pleasant than what I sound like talking about it. But it's just amazing to me how many things that women, one, are ashamed to talk about, which are natural, two, are becoming more and more prevalent, and three, they're not remedied until there's like a market for it. It's not, um, it is not, it is not something that you can just find easily until like the market goes, oh, wait, we can make hella money from it. Okay, let's do it. Um, so that was just one small thing that I found in some of these groups. And that's not really the hair down there related. Um, it kind of is, I guess, if you think about it. when you have a bacterial infection, it does not smell good. It smells like trash. And if you have a bunch of hair down there, the hair holds on to those smells. Who? that's not pretty. That's not pretty at all. Um, I, sorry guys, I'm, I just had a thought. I was having conversations with some guy friends a couple years back and it was amazing to me how many of the guys didn't know how to take care or didn't know what a vagina should smell like. And it's also pretty gross. So if you've never had a reason to use a condom before, here's a good reason. There's some guys walking around out there in the single life, living their best life, sticking their penis in vaginas that don't smell good. They think that vaginas are just supposed to smell like trash. No, vaginas have a smell. It's not trash. Trash is bacteria. So, um, yeah, there's that. Let me get back on subject. We're supposed to be talking about the hair down there. So the hair down there can be, you know, nature gave it to us. It's supposed to do some great things. I think it's supposed to reduce the friction and protect the skin and all this awesome stuff. But if you have coarse curly hair, sometimes the hair can be very annoying. It can cause hair bumps. Uh, and so one of the ways that I have decided to 
take care of the skin down there and avoid hair bumps is I remove most of the hair. So some of the ways people remove most of the hair is waxing, which I've tried. Waxing is uncomfortable. And if you're with an esthetician that is either unskilled or hasn't perfected their skill, it is painful. I've had one experience. I wanted to drop kick this lady. I don't know what she was doing, but she wasn't doing it right. I never went back. That was a Groupon fail. I see why she needs Groupon because she tried to rip my whole pleasure palace away from me. Whew. But there has been other times that I've gone to wax, to get waxed. Like I went to one place waxing in the city with a friend of mine. She was in another room and homegirl was about to be in tears. She said it was the worst thing ever in life. So I don't know if it was her esthetician or it was just the fact that she had never experienced it. But because I was a vet, I was a pro, my esthetician and I had conversations all the way through. Like it wasn't pleasurable, but I, it wasn't death. It was definitely not death. She was definitely one of the better ones I'd had. Um, but my income was fluctuating at the time, so I didn't go back. Uh, so when my in income fluctuates, because I am an entrepreneur, I sometimes will use Nair. And although I'm not a chemical like cheerleader, um, like I don't like relaxers, and Nair is the same ingredient, same um, active ingredient as a relaxer, girl got to do what a girl got to do because a dang sure can't shave it. Black hair and shaving down there, those don't go together. You will end up with more hair bumps. It'll look like a war zone by the time you get done. So unfortunately, Nair has become my best friend in hair removal and uh, we go to town every so often. So I guess to reduce the amount of chemicals, the chemical exposure I have, especially in such a fragile area, I just don't do it nearly as often. But when I do get hair bumps, um, seeing as I have a new body that I am accumulating fat cells on, I can't always see all the nether regions. I also need to do some yoga. So what I do to reduce the amount of hair bumps is I try to keep the skin as clean and as dry as possible. Um, and some of this information may be, you know, you might already know it, but judging from my friends, seeing as though they don't talk about it, there may some, be some people out there who don't know this. When you get out of the shower, it is imperative to dry all the skin down there. So you can use a blow dryer on gentle, like heat, low heat, very, you don't wanna burn, you don't wanna fricassee your vagina, that's not. Or any of the parts down there, the vulva, the lips, the clit, you want those there and you don't want them fried. So don't turn the dryer up, turn it down, allow the air to flow and get the skin as dry as possible. When you have a bunch of moisture down there, you're basically making a happy place for bacteria and fungus. Cause it's dark, it's a little dank, it's warm. And now you got all this extra moisture down there. Plus your vagina is gonna put, produce some moisture. You just got a lot going on. So try to reduce the amount of moisture. Also, um, be careful with your soaps. So I use Dr. Bronner's Castile Soap because it rinses very clean. I use it all over my body. I do not use it internally in my vagina, your vagina, your actual vagina, the cavity, the pleasure tunnel, all those, you don't need any soap in there. But on the outside, the vulva and all that, and the lips and you know, the, I don't know that section. I should probably look it up. I do know the name, can't remember the name. But anyway, where the hair grows, you can um, use a Castile soap there 
uh, because it rinses clean. When you use soaps that don't rinse clean, they make it build up on the skin and then that causes more hair bumps. And it causes it to itch and it, if you can see down there, your partner sees down there, it might be a little flaky. Um, you don't want that look. Nobody wants a flaky, crusty pleasure palette. It's like, no ma'am, that's, that's probably not gonna turn anybody on. So uh, make sure you're using a soap that rinses very clean. Uh, make sure you're using a natural-based soap. You can also pick up some soap, some of the cleansers that are made for that area. Like one of my favorite brands is Honey Pot. Um, it's black-owned, it's gentle, uh, it reduces um, some of the odors, the natural odors, of course. Uh, and it doesn't dry you out. It has some apple cider vinegar, and it's supposed to help keep you pH, keep your pH balanced down there. Some of the other things that I've noticed in the market are like misters or refreshers. And so I was looking at the ingredients in them and uh, I just decided to make my own. So <clears throat> I keep a spray bottle near my toilet and it has witch hazel, the one without alcohol and has some aloe juice in there. And I just missed my girl. Every time we go to the bathroom, she gets a little mist and then she gets a little dab. And so that witch hazel is a gentle astringent. It will help remove any of the excess bacteria that is trying to build up on your skin. Cause I mean, face it, our skin is covered in bacteria and fungus cells anyway. It's just when it becomes an overgrowth that it's a problem. So I use my little mister bottle to remove any of the extra bacteria. Um, and then I pat it dry because again, we don't want it wet. We don't want all the extra moisture. Um, for smells, also your vagina, not your vagina, not the internal, but that area can smell like an armpit. Don't let you work out or at the other end of the, the spectrum, don't let you be a little overweight like in me and your thighs all together. Everything's all together. It starts sweating because you have the most sweat glands on the palms of your hands and in your groin area. So all that down there can smell just like your armpit, right? Well, how do you get rid of that in a healthy way? Because they tell you don't use perfumes and stuff down there. As you see, we experimented as kids with our Bath and Body Works baskets of apple scented musty groin. That is not cute either. Um, there is a product on the market called Loom. You have to order it. It is spelled L-U-M-E. It is a natural deodorant. It is not baking soda based. And you can use it in your armpits. You can use it in your groin. If you are really thick, 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 you can use it on your rolls that might be gathering some moisture. I've used it. I, had to, I haven't ordered some recently, um, but I've used it and I liked it. I found it to be effective. Um, I found it to be non-irritating. I like making my deodorant also, but I make a baking soda based one. And that one really does a number on my skin after a couple of months. So I've been experiment, experimenting with some of the other brands that are already made and on the market. And Loom is my favorite. So if you got a musty cooch, get your little loom to take care of that extra must without any deadly or cancer causing chemicals. Um, there's some other things on the market, like there's some wipes. If you go over to the feminine section, there's some wipes. I have decided to buy the baby wipes because they are like two to three dollars cheaper. So I buy baby wipes that are unscented, um, the really sensitive kind. And if I wanna go above and beyond, I add a couple of squirts of, again, witch hazel. Keeps my girl happy, keeps her clean, keeps her relatively razor bump or hair bump free, okay? 
Um, the other thing, the last thing I wanted to talk about is bubble baths and bath additives. I love bath bombs. I love them because I love making them, but I'm not gonna front and say that if you don't rinse off after you get out of the bathtub with the bath bomb, that it, that it couldn't possibly cause some adverse reactions. Now, most of the bath bombs you find in the stores are baking soda and citric acid and some scents, some colors, um, and cornstarch and possibly sugar. The cornstarch and the sugars really, really gets you into some trouble because those two will leave a coating, albeit very thin, they'll leave a coating on your skin. And if you think about how your vagina section, the the whole little area is made up. You got some folds and some crevices and things in there. And they'll set up shop. When they set up shop, so does a bacteria and a fungus because that's their favorite food. It's an easy carb to digest. And now you got an itchy cooch. Nobody wants an itchy cooch. So you got to make sure if you use a bath additive like bubble bath or bath bombs and things like that, that you rinse and you rinse very well um, when you're getting out the bathtub. So just go ahead and run a shower, get in there, you know, spread things apart, get all the leftover additives out of there and then oil up, get you nice and shiny and moisturized and going about your day. Well, no, sorry, stop and dry. See, I'm putting all the steps together for you guys. Jeez Louise, I just realized that. Oh, I'm a good friend. All right, so you're in the tub, you got your additives, you're feeling all sexy, you, you smell good, you got your cute stuff going on, now you're ready to get out. You're gonna go ahead and rinse off. After you rinse off, you're gonna get out, you're gonna dry it. You might use a little astringent to make sure you removed everything. Think of it as a facial. You cleanse your face, you do your mask or whatever, You then you, then you use your astringent to tone it. We're gonna tone the skin down there very gently, okay? And then after you dry it, you can moisturize it if you need to. If you feel like you have drier skin down there, you wanna use jojoba oil or something very similar, like an olive oil, something light that doesn't clog your pores. Because if you use something heavy, it'll cause more of those hair bumps or it'll um, cause um, what looks like acne, okay? And we don't want acne down there. So I think I've covered everything in all my rambling. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and our Whew, very enlightening wine margarita induced conversation. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.